Hey friends, welcome to the Happy Healthy Mindful Podcast with me, Coach Jen. I'm a suicide attempt survivor, an anxiety and depression conqueror, an Enneagram One that loves strong coffee, and I can even create a kick-ass charcuterie board. Life is crazy, right? But despite what gets thrown at us, we can handle just about anything. On this podcast, we'll talk about stress, anxiety, organization, or the lack of it, how to roll with the punches and be okay with change, and most importantly, how to live the happy, healthy life that you deserve. Let's start the show. Okay, friends, this episode comes at such an amazing time. I learned when I went to health coaching school that synchronicity is everything. And let me tell you, it is so true. I have had this topic on my list for quite some time to talk to you guys about because managing a pivot is something that we all do, whether you're an entrepreneur or just somebody who goes through life. But this past weekend, I went to a women's conference, and yes, it was on Labor Day, but it was one of those ones that had been canceled and postponed and pushed back and blah, 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 all because of the pandemic. So I decided to go, and it was virtual, and I could watch the sessions live, or I could watch the replay at another time. Um, And I decided to watch them live because there's always some sort of sense of community at conferences, and this one definitely had it. And throughout the conference, both in the community and with the speakers, they talked about pivoting. They talked about making changes in your life that are positive and drive you forward, even though they might not seem it at the time. So today's podcast is all about managing a pivot, what it is, how to handle it, and I'm going to wrap up at the end by giving you a couple of ways to think about dealing with it if you're going through it right now. So what's a pivot? The easy answer is it's when you make a change in your life. Now, I always give you Google definitions because I feel like it's the easiest and most clear way to tell you the definition of something. So Dr. Google says a pivot is the central point, pin, or shaft on which a mechanism turns or oscillates. It also says that a pivot is to turn on or as if on a pivot. So when I read this, I thought, well, if a pivot can be a physical object that turns occasionally, then it must be okay, right? It must be totally fine for us as human beings to make that turn when we see fit, right? Well, I say yes, but I say that now despite going through many pivots of my own. In college, I remember being totally gung-ho on going in as a biology major because I was adamant that I was going to be one of the trainers down at Discovery Cove in Florida that would work with people with disabilities and help improve their life. 
Little did I know I would fail chemistry. So I pivoted and I switched my major to business. And I figured, ah, business is easy. I can do anything once I get the degree. I failed statistics. I hated that class. I'm not a math person. So I pivoted again and I switched my major to psychology and decided I would use some of what I wanted of the trainer down in Discovery Cove and use the psychology behind that to help children in school and be a school psychologist. Well, I graduated with that degree, but little did I know I would need a master's, if not a PhD to be a school psychologist. At least that what I was told back then. I'm not sure if that's true now. And once those pivots happened, I started working. And then I, right out of college, jumped into the corporate environment. I worked for a major health insurance company, and I did that for a very long period of time. And at one point, I started to get bored. I started to hate the cubicle life. So I became a coach with an MLM and was a health and fitness coach. And while it was fun, it wasn't working for me and it just didn't feel right. And it felt like an uphill battle to get clients and to build my own team because that's what MLMs are. So I went to IIN which is the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I got certified as a health and wellness coach, a health and integrative nutrition coach, if you will. And I thought, yeah, this is great. I'll be a nutrition coach. I don't have a nutrition background, friends. I am not a licensed dietitian. And so, yes, I can coach people, but a lot of people clients find it easier just to go to a nutritionist because insurance covers you. So while I had all this under my belt, I thought, well, let me use my psychology background and become a life coach. And that's what I am today, part-time, in addition to being an admin for a realty company. Yes, I did end up leaving the corporate world and I left it for a part-time job so I could do that part-time and coach part-time. And life coaching is super fun and great. But this conference this past weekend made me think about another pivot. It made me think about my history and my background and what I'm super, super passionate about and what I really, really want to do. And that pivot might be something that's coming, but I'm not sure yet. I have to figure it all out. And that's one of the things that can be scary about a pivot. From the conference, there was one speaker that had a quote that made so much sense to me. And she said, pivot is best under pressure. So you make changes when you're under pressure, when you're forced to make a change. Now, if I look back on my life, I'm not so sure I was under serious pressure when I made the pivots that I mentioned. I'm still not under serious pressure now, 
But pivoting doesn't have to be something that is an end-all be-all. And that's one thing I want you to take away from this episode, that it's okay to pivot. Years and years ago, I think pivoting had such a stigma about it. I think it might even exist today, but I think it's less just based on my gut feeling. When people wanted to make huge changes that seemed drastic or dramatic and sometimes shocking, the world would look at the person making the change and think they were totally crazy. If I look back on some of mine, when I was trying to become an entrepreneur with my start with that MLM, everyone told me it was pointless. Everyone told me that it was dumb to be an entrepreneur. Why work for yourself when you can just work for someone else and always have a steady paycheck? Well, I have a laundry list of reasons, but I didn't feel the need to explain those to those people. And when I left the corporate world after 14 years, people were shocked. I didn't tell a lot of people that I was leaving. I just kind of left quietly. It's kind of how I wanted to go about it because I was leaving the corporate world, a company that was great to me for so long with kind of a bad taste in my mouth. And I had friends reach out to me once they found that I had left and said, are you going to be okay? How are you going to manage financially? How are you going to be able to pay for health insurance? And at that time, my answer was always, I'll figure it out. And trust me, my life is a hundred times better now. And it's true. It is. It's way better because I'm not commuting an hour and a half to work every day. One way. I am not under the pressure of deadlines and corporate society that is always seems to me to be about money. But people thought I was insane for leaving a well-paying job that offered great benefits. And yeah, I might have been a little crazy. <laughs> but mentally, I'm so much better than I was then. So the things that people feel about others that are making big changes like this seem like they're a little crazy and they might think that the person making the change it has lost their love loving mind <laughs> and while they might but you can still be somebody who works forever and then decides to go back to school after being out of school for years, to learn something new and maybe change your life for the better. So I say that today, a pivot or making a pivot seems to be more okay. There's definitely less of a stigma about it, but I still think there are some that just don't understand the change that you're trying to make. And I don't know if they're necessarily supposed to. I mean, we're humans, we're free spirits, we're allowed to change our minds, we're allowed to decide to do something new if we get bored. I've heard people say about pivoting that it's kind of necessary to avoid boredom. 
I mean, years ago, people would get one job and stay in it for 50 years until they retired and they'd be done. I would be bored as heck doing that. And I've also heard people say that pivoting is kind of a good thing every three to five years because you refresh your mind, you refresh your environment, you might change your job and and make more money, uh, and you might become an entrepreneur. (laughs) And I've also heard people say that pivoting keeps you fresh and in the know on what's happening in the world. And when you pivot, whether you're doing it for your life or your business, it's still a change. And yeah, you're definitely learning more about what's going on in your world. So the pivots that I talked about when I was making them, I didn't really notice the feelings that I had about them. I just kind of went through the motions and and made the decision to make the change. But now that I'm making this new change or thinking about making this new change into focusing my coaching on something that I hold really, really near and dear to my thought, my, my, my heart, I've had a few feelings come up. I, I'm a little scared about it, to be quite honest. I'm not sure what's coming around the corner. I'm not sure if people will be receptive to it. I'm not sure if my current clients will understand why I'm pivoting. And I'm not sure how I will handle the change. So I'm a little scared. I'm scared because it might be a flop. It might fail miserably. And I'm a little anxious because it's definitely a change into an area of the world that still has a stigma associated with it. It still has feelings surrounding it that people get nervous about. So I'm anxious to even make it. I'm anxious to almost speak it. But at the same time, I'm excited. I'm excited because The area that I want to dive into, I am completely fueled by, and it motivates me so much. So the excitement is almost like butterflies in your stomach. And of course, there's stress, tons and tons of stress from the weight of just having to make the choice. Do I flip the switch and focus only on this particular area that I'm thinking about? Or do I stay where I am and kind of help everybody? I don't know. I haven't made the decision yet, but if you're going through a pivot, you might have some of these similar feelings too. And if you do, I want you to know that it's okay. I want you to realize that making a pivot is totally normal. It's almost necessary to. I mean, you want to make pivots that work for you and your family and no one else needs to understand them. The feelings that you go through surrounding making that pivot or managing it after you've made it are ones that you need to deal with. You can't just be scared forever. You can't just be anxious forever. You can't just be 
excited, but then not do anything. And the stress of it all is either going to lead to burnout or you just not making any decisions because you're not sure one way or the other. That's kind of the good thing about a pivot. Think of it like you're on the top of a cliff and the pivot is to scale that cliff to get you down. Well, you don't know what's going to happen once you go over it. You don't know what you're going to encounter. You don't know how long it's going to take you. You don't know anything. All right, well, you might know some things, but what you know is less than what you don't. So making a pivot can totally be scary, and I get that. I'm going through it myself, and if you're going through it too, it's all right. It's just all right. And I want you to take your time with it because that's one of the things I'm doing. I'm definitely going to take my time with it because I want to feel it out and make sure it feels right. It's the right time. It makes sense. And And I'm in love with it. And I say that I'm in love with it because one of the quotes that I sent out in my newsletter this week and was spoken at the conference was do what you love. Do what you love, but listen to what loves you back. So if you're doing something right now and you absolutely love it, but you're not getting a good response or it's something that you're doing in your business and you love to do it, but you're not making a ton of money, make a decision of whether or not to keep that thing that you love. You may have heard people say, we don't have to make a career out of everything that we like to do. And that's entirely true. And that's what this quote makes me think of. Do what you love, but listen to what loves you back. So right now, I'm listening. I'm listening to what makes me feel good and lights a fire and loves me back. And that's what I want you to think about doing too. So I want to wrap up by giving you four ways to handle the pivot, both before you make the decision to pivot and how to manage it after you've made it too. So way number one is free writing. People use the term journaling. I hate that word because I never do it. (laughs) But when I free write, It feels better. It feels feels more free. And free writing is literally taking a piece of paper or a notebook and a pen and writing any thoughts that come to your mind just to get them out of your head and down on paper. When you do this practice, sometimes things come out that you didn't even really know was there. And when you do this, I want you to not correct yourself, not go back and fix things, not question anything that you're writing. Literally just write. Because when you do, something might come out. Something might shake loose that helps you move forward. I've been doing this recently and I did it during the conference and that's when things started to come out for me. 
that's when things started to really come to the surface that I honestly had no idea was there. So think about free writing as a tool for when you are going through a pivot. And you can use this tool for anything too. I like to handle it right now because of that idea that it's going to, something's going to jog to the front of my brain and make me know that this is a thought that you might have had that was just tucked away in the shadows. So tip number two, get advice from friends. You probably have a ton of friends that love to give their opinion. (laughs) And if they do, ask those friends. You don't necessarily need to take their advice, but sometimes it's good to hear what other people think. And these don't need to be super close friends. They can even be acquaintances. They can be family. It doesn't matter. But when you ask for advice, you're basically going to talk them through what you're going through and see what they think. Make sure this is somebody that you feel comfortable talking with and also make sure that it, if it's a subject that you want to keep private, that they'll agree to that. But sometimes the advice from friends that you get makes you think of things that you didn't think of before. So have conversations with people that you trust, people that you know are going to keep your conversations private, and help you kind of weigh your options and figure out which way to go. Again, remember, you don't have to take their advice to a T. But sometimes their advice can be really helpful. Tip number three is to meditate. Now, I has, have been one that have struggled with meditation for the longest time. I love to do it, but me trying to do it every single day has truly been a struggle. But during the times that I have done it in a focused environment, strange things have happened story for another day. But during meditations, you can hear words or see visual images that you don't have in your consciousness. You don't realize they're there. And so whenever you meditate, you go in with an intention. This morning I meditated and the intention was to wake up and be present. And that's what I was. I didn't even feel like I needed coffee. During other meditations I've done, I have asked questions and said, give me the answer to this. And when that happens and you're truly focused and you're really into it, you'll get your answer. You'll get an image that shows you something that you need to do or explore. So think about meditating and Side note, you don't have to meditate for very long. It can be 20 minutes and you'll get this amazing, vivid, dream-like image that tells you what you need to do. And the last tip I want to give you, and this might be a little scary for some of you, make the pivot. Make the change. Go with what your gut is telling you and see how it feels. Play with it. Experiment with it. The good thing about this last tip is that you can always go back. In most cases, 
you can go back. You can flip it back to what you want. So if your gut is telling you that you really need to live in the mountains, go rent a place for a little while and see how it feels. If your gut is telling you that you need to write a book, start writing and see how it feels. You can always stop if it doesn't feel right writing that book and you could always move out of the mountains if you don't like it. So don't feel like you get this idea to pivot and you just can't do it because you're too scared or you're too anxious or there's too much work to do behind it. Take some time. Plan it out. See what you think you can make happen and and make it work. Pivots can be fun. Change can be good. And life can be way more enjoyable if you're doing what you love. Okay, friends, that is it for today. I appreciate you so much for listening. If you have a friend that needs to hear today's message, I would love it if you could share it with them. Now grab a screenshot of this episode, share it on socials, and tell me what your biggest takeaway was. Don't forget to tag me in your post, too. You can find me at TheRealJenMullen on Instagram, RealJenMullen on Twitter, and Just Live Mindfully on Facebook. Lastly, remember to hit the subscribe button so you always get the next episode as soon as it drops. Here's to living mindfully, friends. I will talk to you next week.